Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, welcome back to the show and happy June. I have no idea where this year is going. If you are anything like me, you are feeling like it is flying by and we are gearing up for summer here. I know some of you are in summer already. Some of your kids are already out of school here in Western New York. We actually go to basically the end of June. So I have a couple more weeks of my sanity before I really start to figure out how am I going to do this business with my kids at home. One of the things that I am definitely going to do is hire a mother's helper. We did talk about that on a previous episode and it inspired me to definitely look into that this year because I need all the help that I can get to wrangle my two boys so that I can get some work done. But my goal is to not work any more than 20 hours a week and to still be able to enjoy afternoon pool time. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking all about summer and what to do during the summer and how to prepare for the summer as a freelancer. This is something that I hear a lot of people talking about and kind of almost scared about what what do I do during the summer? People aren't hiring as much and how do I handle that? So let's talk about what to do as we prepare for summer and how to handle the upcoming months when it might seem like business is going a little bit slow and how this actually can be a good thing for you. Let's go ahead and dive on into the episode. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. So before we dive into the episode, I am going to be doing something different at the beginning of my episodes. Before we dive into the juicy topic of freelancing and all things business related, I just want to share some personal things that I have going on because I know some of you have been around for a while, but some of you are newer to me. Some of you might might not know the person behind the microphone. So I just want to share some things personally, things that I'm loving, things that I'm doing in my life. So one of my newest obsessions, and it started out with a book, and the book was all about growing a cut flower garden. The book is called Florette Farms Cut Flower Garden, Grow, Harvest, and Arrange Stunning Seasonal Blooms. I'll link that up in the show notes if you want to go grab it. It is a beautiful hardcover book. If you are looking for books just to stack, one of my other favorite books that I have to do this is the Magnolia books. They're just beautiful books that you can leave out on a coffee table, you can arrange on a shelf, and they just look beautiful to have a display 
grade, but I started out with this book and basically devoured it and had it on my mind that I was going to start a very small cut flower garden. Now, I have big dreams and visions for when we actually move. So for those of you who have been following around for a while as well, we are in the process of starting our build on our four acres of land. So the latest update in that is that we have plans in hand. We have finalized plans and they have been sent off to contractors. And so we are just waiting for these contractors to move things along. And if you're looking for a link in the market, a missing link in the market, it is contractors need virtual assistants. They need people to keep them in check, to organize their schedule, to plan things out, to have people to follow back up. This is a total need because I am constantly following up with these contractors. Hey, did you get a chance to look at them? Can we meet? All that stuff. So anyways, I digress. I have really big plans for this flower garden. When we go up on, we call it up on the hill, and we build our house and we have more land, I have a dream to have this. Um, this is going to be my other side businesses, I'm going to sell these flowers. I, I just love the way that flowers make people feel. So I've started very small. I've already had a couple blooms that I've arranged together in a little mason jar, and I've given them away to family members. And just the, the feeling of, of sharing that joy with other people makes me so happy. So I have all these big visions, but of course, I don't want to do anything too crazy because we're going to be moving. So a lot of what I'm growing this year is in pots that I can uh, definitely transport when we move up there and it's very small, but I spent all day yesterday getting things in the ground, getting things organized. I am so excited to grow. I also did a whole section on the side of our house that we never really did any like landscaping with, but we do have two peony bushes that were left here from the previous owner that grow beautiful blooms every year. And that kind of started my itch for like, I would love to go out in the, you know, right this time, the beginning of June is when those flowers start to bloom. Um, so I would always love to go out and grab that, those flowers and harvest them and put them in a jar. And I love the smell of them. So on the side of our house, I just direct sowed. So we're getting into some technical terms. And I actually have a podcast that I've been listening to, um, Sunny Mary Meadow podcast. If you're interested in any of this, we'll link that up in the show notes for you. Just to learn about this, she explains it in a really great way. And she's from Minnesota. So she has this amazing Minnesota accent that I love. And anyway, so I direct sowed them, which all that means is that I I just sprinkled the seeds onto the ground and kind of ruffled up the ground and I'm seeing what will sprout and what will grow. So that's kind of a mixture area, but I have these big dreams and visions for what this could eventually turn into that maybe one day I'm going to be selling flowers on the side of the road, who knows, um, but it's just something that I think I am trying to find other things that bring me joy. Of course, this business I love and my family I love and I think that especially coming up on this new season of my life where both of my boys are going to be in school full time and I'm kind of entering this different phase. I've only ever built my business with young ones at home and learning how to do it in, in, in the in-between moments. So having something that I can do and that can bring me joy and it's kind of a hobby that I just really love and that will bring joy to other people too. And in my mind, it's a win-win. So that is what I'm doing on the personal side of things, things that are keeping me definitely occupied and trying new things and trying to grow things from seed. I've always had a vegetable garden and growing up, my parents did this. 
And I will have big dreams for that again once we get up on the hill where we have plenty of land to be able to do this. And who knows, maybe some chickens in our future. I don't know, maybe next thing you know, I'm gonna be starting this whole other side business where I'm this homesteader. But I digress, let's dive into today's episode. Again, we're going to be talking about prepping for summer as a business owner. And what are some things that you can do during this time where things might seem to slow down a little bit? Again, I think, one big thing that I want to remember is that it is summer. Your, your kids are home. And of course, we have the flexibility and the freedom to be able to run our business from wherever. And it is a great perk. But I also don't want you to get so wrapped up into your business that you don't take time to stop and smell the roses. See, my story at the beginning all ties in. So just know that too, that it is okay that summer is slowing down. I want you to enjoy summer. But let's talk about some things that you can actually do during this time. So the first thing I'm going to recommend that you do is clean up your back end. Are there systems that you've been wanting to put into place that you haven't? Well, now's a really great time to do that. Are Is there something that you've had that's working for you, but you haven't really looked at it in a while and you need to make sure that everything is still running smoothly, like your onboarding process or when a new client books a discovery call with you, looking things over, making sure everything's running smoothly. Is there anything that you can tighten up? Is there a program that you're using or that you were using that you don't use anymore and now it just doesn't make any sense so you can clean that up and get rid of it, right? So looking at things to organize, to automate, to clean up, to delegate elsewhere, or maybe just during this time you're realizing, hey, I'm not really using that program right now. Maybe I can press pause on that subscription so I'm not paying that monthly fee or whatever it is. So cleaning up your backend, implementing new systems, taking the time to do the things, organizing your Google folder, like there are things that you can do to make it so that when things do start to pick up again, or if by um, chance you get a magical unicorn client that comes around, you have things organized and you don't feel so much pressure on you because things that we don't schedule time for, we just continue to put off and off. And then it becomes a bigger mountain of things of, oh my gosh, if I just would have looked at that earlier, or if I just would have organized this earlier, it wouldn't be such a big problem. Case in point, laundry. (laughs) It's like if I just did a load of laundry a day, folded it and put it away, it wouldn't seem like such a big deal and it wouldn't create this bigger pile of mess when I put it off and now I have a ton of laundry to do and a couch full of clothes to clean, right? Clean and fold. The next thing that you can do if you are feeling like, hey, I I don't know if I'm in a vulnerable place, I don't know if I need another client, um, I'm having trouble finding clients, what I would encourage you to do is reach out to previous clients. Reach out to clients maybe that you worked with in the past year or two that maybe you just did a one-off project for them. Reach out to them and see you know, if they could use any support in their business. Maybe it's something different than you're currently offering now, but maybe it's something that could bring a little cash injection in for your business. Maybe it's just reaching out and saying like, hey, I've got a free 20 hours, I don't normally do hours really work, but I would love to support you if you have some work. I'd love working with you. So get creative with what you can offer these previous clients. And again, if they are previous clients, is there some kind of incentive there for them to rebook with you to to, um, bring you on? during the summertime. So just like we want to take breaks during the summer and enjoy our summertime, business owners want to too, but they do have a business that they have to run. So is there something that you could put together for previous clients or even just reaching back out to them? You don't know if you don't ask. And I can't tell you how many times I was in a place where I was like, oh my gosh, like I feel like my business is going under. I just had so many clients um, let me go or whatever the case was, or I decided to move in a different direction or I increased my rates and I had clients not wanting to continue on. And now I feel like I'm in this place of panic. And I just reached out to previous people and just 
let them know like, hey, you know, I have a few openings. I know we work together on this smaller capacity. I would love to be able to bring you on and, and help you with X, Y, and Z or, you know, whatever your business needs may be. Again, if you're in a place where you feel like this summer is going to be too slow for you, get creative and think of, think outside the box of what can I do during, you know, maybe it's just a two month project that you help a client. Maybe you just say like for the next two months, um, you know, I can help you with 20, 30 hours a month and give them a really uh, an easy way to say yes to work with you. And maybe that could lead to, to some income, some cash injection for you. So that's the second thing you can do. A third thing to do during the summer is, is look at your packages. Look at what you're offering. Are you offering things that maybe you don't want to offer anymore? Can you, has it been a while since you've increased your packages. Have you look at your packages and realize, you know, I put this in my package, but I'm finding I don't enjoy do I don't enjoy doing this or my clients really aren't enjoying this or it's not really what I thought it was going to be. Can you look at your packages and clean them up, right? This is something that I just did with one of my current mastermind students. We did a little hot seat with her and we looked at her website, we looked at her packages and she had a package in there that was one of her lower packages. And she, you know, in talking about it, she was saying, you know, I'm finding like most people don't even purchase this one or like, I don't even want to do this because I realize that like, this is for lack of a better words, like not a good use of my time when I have clients who want to book these higher packages. And I suggest to her, just take that off. Like you can keep that in your back pocket. It's not like you can't ever offer that to a client. If you find a client that you love and they really only need this smaller package, of course you can offer it to them. But having that not be on your website, it's going to start to attract a different group of people, right? And it's going to weed out some of those people who think, oh, I can get everything in the kitchen sink for this price because it was on her website. So reviewing your packages, reviewing your offers, maybe like I mentioned in just a little bit ago, coming up with something creative for the summer, um, some kind of summer incentive, some kind of summer program, right? For people, for business owners, what can you do? How can you get creative around your offers during this time? Or how can you just look at your offers and make them so that when fall comes, which you Usually I would say middle of August to beginning of September is a really great time when people start to hire because summer is winding down, kids are going back to school, people are gearing up for the, you know, the last stretch of the year. They're, they have big goals, they're coming up on big projects, right? There's Black Friday and there's holiday sales and there's a lot of things that people want to get accomplished towards the end of the year. When you have your offers solidify, when you have really great pricing, when you have really great packages for people, having those things ready to go so that when that time comes, people you have what people need to be to be ready to head into the remaining of the year. And then the last thing I want to say to you as we gear up for summer, and I mentioned this in the beginning, but don't be afraid to take some time off. Don't be afraid to enjoy summer, right? Maybe summer is the month that you just know, hey, these are gonna be slower months for me. These are going to be lower-ish income months, right? I don't want you to put yourself in a place where your family is struggling financially, but maybe this is a time where you just coast. And this is a conversation that we had in our mastermind as well. We put so much pressure on ourselves that we always have to hit the next milestone, that we always have to be chasing. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I'm at the place that I wanna be, I'm at the income that I need to be financially, and I am working with clients that I love. I'm in a really great place. It is okay to be content. It is okay to not have to always be chasing for the next thing, and I know that is hard, especially you know if you're like me, I'm an Enneagram three, so I'm always chasing for the next thing. I'm always looking for that next goal. I'm always looking for that next project. It is also okay for me to say, you know what? Summer is a month where I wanna enjoy it with my boys. I want to be able to take random days to the 
the pool. I want to be able to go to the water park and not have to feel like, oh my gosh, I have to rearrange my entire schedule. Or if I take this one day off, the rest of my week is going to feel so crazy. So it is okay to say, hey, Summertime, I know and I plan for the fact that these are slower months, that these are not months where I am hitting the ground heavy, where I am going crazy with my marketing, where I am, you know, trying to get all these new clients. It is okay to just be in the summer mode. It is okay to just relax. Now, this doesn't mean that you put your feet up, kick your feet up and do nothing, right? But if you are saying, hey, you know, the beginning of this year and the past couple months, I have been going crazy with my marketing. I am making sure I'm doing this, this, and this every single day. If you're like, okay, I want to make sure that I keep my marketing going, that I stay consistent, but for the months of summer, it's going to look like this and I am okay with this, then that is totally fine too. I have to remind myself this as well, that I would love to go, go, go constantly, but I know summertime for me is a time where I want to enjoy it. So it is okay to coast, right? It is okay to be content with your business and where where things are. It is okay to say summer is a little bit slower for me, but that is fine because this is a great time to spend with my family. This is a great time to take a vacation. This is a great time to go to the uh, lake for the weekend and not have to stress, right? To not have to always take that laptop with you. We, especially if you're located in an area like me in Western New York, these months are far and few between. This weather is far and few between. So I want to soak it up as much as possible. So I am okay with not taking on a ton of big projects this summer. I have a couple things that we are working on behind the scenes that I know are going to be really great when September comes, when that kind of end of the year rush comes for, for my audience. But I am not going to pack a ton of things on because I want to enjoy summer. Okay. So as you gear up for summer, as you start to plan for this, here are some things that you can do for your business. Kind of that little summer cleanup is clean up the back end of your business, check over your systems, make sure everything's working correctly. Make sure that you're not paying for something that you no longer need. Make sure that that system that you put in place is still working correctly. Maybe it could be cleaned up a little bit. You could also reach out to previous clients, come up with some kind of incentive for them to rebook with them. You can review your prices, your packages, make sure everything's still feels aligned with the direction that you're moving, this is a great time to work in a new offering, something different that you haven't thought about before. Get creative, think outside the box. And then the last piece is enjoy summer, right? Take this time to stop, smell the roses, slow down, have your business, have it coast for you, have these other things ready to go so that when that that hiring season comes right at the end of August, beginning of September, you are ready to go and hit the crown running, but it is okay to not always be chasing for that next thing. So I hope this gave you a little bit of encouragement as we are gearing up for these next couple of months. I'm excited to see what things that you come up with and I am excited to continue to pour into you. Please come let me know on Instagram what you loved about this episode, what thing you are going to implement for your summer moving forward. And if you love the show, as always, we so appreciate a rating and review on whatever platform you listen to. Let us know why you keep coming back to the show and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.